By the time that John sat down to write the words of this letter, he was an old man. Well, at least by their standards, he was probably about my age. So he was an old man, yeah. Um, There is actually some belief that John was the last surviving member of the original 12 disciples of Jesus. So by this point in his life, his experiences have been almost unimaginable. He started out in an obscure village in the Palestine, uh, following his father and his brother into the, the family business, fishing. And then he got pulled in with his brother to uh, follow this radical rabbi who was doing and saying things that no one had ever seen or heard before. And then the entire world changed for John three days after that rabbi was executed. The man who had been dead rose to new life. John saw it for himself. He saw Jesus again. He heard Jesus speak. He watched Jesus eat and drink. John and the others knew that Jesus then was the anointed one of God that they had hoped for as a people, as God's people had hoped for for centuries. This was God's Messiah, the Christ. John had lived through the early days of the establishment, the growing of the church, the followers of Jesus, through telling people about their experiences and then watching as the Spirit of God filled hundreds, even thousands of people who had never met Jesus, filled them with this overwhelming and deep sense of the living presence of Jesus with them and even within them. And by this point, John had lived through years when the followers of Christ spread throughout the Roman Empire. They saw persecution. They had established themselves enough as, as an institution that they had all kinds of arguments uh, between themselves, important and unimportant. John himself, by the time he writes this letter, has set himself up in um, the city of Ephesus, which is now Western Turkey, uh, then considered part of Asia. Um, he had been there for years, and he had become this wise elder of the church. As John sat down to write the words in this letter, he must have been conscious that he didn't have that much more time with all of his sisters and brothers in Christ. Conscious that he was perhaps the last person alive who had actually seen and heard and spent time with Jesus. So he puts down in writing, in writing that would outlive him, what he most wants everyone to know, what he felt was the most important message he could ever communicate. And what he wanted to communicate is 
that he and the other apostles experienced life from its very source, that that life can also be experienced by every other human being ever, and that the center of all of it, the center of life, is Jesus. Even after all his years of life, we can still hear the amazement in his words. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and this is a, a different word, it's not just seeing, it's like examined, looked at, closely followed, gazed at, and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. Notice that buildup, heard, seen, gazed at, even touched. It's almost as if John can't believe it himself. The life appeared. We have seen it and testify to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. John was talking about no less than the manifestation of the life of God. The allusion in verse 1, he was with uh, that which was from the beginning. That allusion is meant to echo back all the way to those words that we heard in our Hebrew First Testament, to the the opening of it all, Genesis 1-1, the creation, even before, in a sense, because as we heard in that, in the beginning was God already somehow even before what came to be what we know as all of creation the earth was formless and empty and god said god spoke let there be light and there was light it was created creation itself everything that we see and experience and touch ourselves is a manifestation of God's words, God's thoughts, God's ideas appearing in material. And Jesus is the fullness of God's words, God's ideas, God's life manifested to us. That's why John began the gospel, again, with such biblical-sounding words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, was God, and was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made, and in him was life, and that life was the light of human beings. This is what John is proclaiming he has seen, he has witnessed for himself. The life appeared, we have seen it, and we testify to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. 
and what John desperately wants the world to know, wants us to know, is that we can experience this life of God for ourselves. John makes it clear that the whole point of this is for others to share in this life. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. We've seen it, we testify it, we proclaim to you the eternal life. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. Or I like the way that the Jerusalem Bible translates it. So that you may share life with us. You may share our life. And John goes on to say then, and we share our life with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. William Barclay sums it up. John says that Jesus was from the beginning. That is to say that in him, eternity entered time. In him, the eternal God personally entered the world of human beings. And through that action, there came to human beings the word of life, the word which can change death into life and mere existence into real living. And for John, the more people who experience this genuine life, the better. He writes that little piece, we write this to make our joy complete. We share this, or as the message translates it, we share this so that your joy is our joy. John's days in this life are coming to a close. He wants for the people of this world love and joy and he wants for the people of this world knowledge that the experience of this genuine life centers in Jesus Christ. Hopefully, uh, my days in this life are not yet coming to a close. Uh, but I will say that the time I had away this summer allowed me to renew my purpose for being here. I remembered it when I came back to this letter from John. 20 years ago, I preached on this letter uh, here at the church. And it meant so much to me that about a dozen years after that, I collected all of that into a book. But this fall, I'm coming back to those Words to this beautiful message from this wise elder John. Genuine life is offered to each and every one of us, to every human being. A life of peace and love and joy, a life of hope, truly the life of God. And we experience it, as he says, centered in Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God.